0: Hey there guys. Welcome to another installment of Confessions of a Midnight Mama. McKenna Irwin here and excited to kind of do a little bit of rambling with you guys, maybe. Um, I don't know exactly what I don't I don't know exactly what this is this is gonna be. But if anyone is out there listening, uh, maybe you'll get something out of this. Uh, I don't know what's to come with this little mini sewed series, a part of the Empowered Parent, but um, if you're listening, I hope you get something out of this. Um, so here we go. Episode, installment, mini whatever you want to call it, number two of Confessions of a Midnight Mama. So since we last um, published a podcast or were live, um, we've had a lot of stuff happening um, in my family, um, on my side of our family um, and I think I would, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, maybe how to teach your children how to grieve um, properly um, since this has this last since the last time we guys were us guys were on here um, with you um, I have had two important very important people in my life pass away. Um, in the span of two weeks, and um, it's a lot to process, um, and I think I just kind of wanted to have this podcast. This podcast may not even go live. I don't know. It may just be a way for me to um, grieve through it. Um, I'm the type of person that whenever anything happens in my life or whenever um, you know something bad happens or I lose someone close to me or things like that, I'm the type of person that I... I get to work. I do all the things, and that's how that's how I help people in my family. Um, that's how I process my grief. Um, I, I tend not to shut down. I tend to uh, overwork myself, um, which is probably not a good thing. But I'm I'm the one that takes initiative and just does all the things. So maybe this is my way of kind of working working through it. Um, so. But I think it's important for us parents um, for us to kind of know how to talk to our kids about um, the passing of someone and how it's okay to be upset and how they can grieve, you know, as well. Um, so we'll do a little story time. Um, both my great-grandmother and my grandfather um, were... Um, admitted to the hospital from complications with COVID-19, um, and they both had pneumonia, and then they both um, just kind of steadily declined. Uh, my great-grandmother passed away um, about two and a half weeks ago. Um, she was well up in, up in the years, so, you know, she had a long life. She lived a long life. Um, at her funeral, the pastor mentioned that she had 15 or 16 great-great-grandchildren that she Lived to see and lived to spoil with candy and things like that, so she had a long lived life and. Um, obviously I'm saddened by that a lot. My, my children don't know her as well, um, as they do my grandfather who just passed away, um, yesterday, but, um, they didn't know her as well. They, they knew who she was, but she kind of kept to herself in her room. She, you know, they didn't really have her around a ton of people just because she was older and, you know, she was older. So she just kind of was set in her ways. She would sit in her room and she would eat candy and she would... (laughs) she would you know do those types of things so um they knew of her but and they they're upset when she passed but it wasn't it wasn't as upsetting to them maybe or they didn't know how to process it but um my grandfather um passed away yesterday from complications from COVID and his lungs pretty much failed him um and I found out I knew it was coming And I found out, and when I was sent the text that he had passed, I just broke down crying. Just, you know, and my husband was at work, and I had my kids there with me, and they just were like, what's up, what's going on? They asked me what I was so upset about, and so I told them. And I told them what had happened. They knew that he was sick because we'd visited him in the hospital, um, but I told them that he had gone to be with Jesus. And so, um... Uh, they're they're upset, you know. And I think it's hard. For, it's definitely hard for adults to process losing someone, especially if it's a grandfather and things like that. Um, and so, you know, it's hard for us. It's it's especially hard for children, um, especially when they're old enough to know the person and have memories of being with that person. Um, but they, you know, they're not young enough not to know. Like, my 2-year-olds don't, they don't know what's going on. They're 2. Um, but my 4-year-old and my 5-year-old, almost 6-year-old, they know who my pawpaw was. We call him my pawpaw because they have a pawpaw, um, but they they knew who my pawpaw was, and they're they're upset. You know, they'll they'll scroll through my phone and they see pictures that I've saved, um, and they you know Ramsey will get this little sad look, and she's just like, "I'm sad about pawpaw," and. You know, I don't really know if there's ever a right way to teach grieving, but I think it's really important for kids to know that it's okay to be sad and it's okay to, you know, um, honestly. Yesterday, I had a, I I had a moment where I just wanted to yell, and because I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just mad. I'm a little upset. I'm a little frustrated, and I think it's okay for children to see that it's okay to have those emotions when it comes to losing someone because it's never easy for anyone. And if you keep those emotions bottled up, it can come to head in an unhealthy way. Um, and then, of course, you go through the being sad, and then you go through where you want to remember them, and you want to make sure that your kids know that it's okay to talk about them, and, you know, all these things. So, um, yeah, so it's been a lot going on um with our family and it's still something that I'm processing and like I said, I don't even know if this podcast will get published and if it does, you're just listening to me ramble about about grief and how it's hard but and how and how it's hard for our children, but it's also hard to teach them that it's okay for it to be hard. Like it's okay to be sad. It's okay to Uh, maybe forget everything you're supposed to be doing and go out for a fun day to kind of get your mind off things which is kind of what I did with my girls today we just went out and I took them to the McQueen Center which is like a science center near where we live and we played and I tried not to really focus on other stuff um but yeah so I think it's important for kids to kind of see the different steps of it um and then the second part of it is kind of you know, when someone, when there's a funeral, um, we always give, Jake and I have kind of decided that we give our children the option to go. We'll, we'll never force them to go to a funeral. Um, I don't, I don't think that I want to force my child to sit through something that everyone's surrounded by them crying. Like, I think, I don't think that's something, you know, that's just our parenting decision. So, um, so we always give our children the option to go. And, um, when, we gave the option to our children to go to my great grandmother's funeral. Um, only one person wanted to go: um, Payson, our eight-year-old daughter, and so she went. And she's just very strong, and she just sits there and she holds your hand. And um, yeah, she just likes to be around adult things, I guess. And so I think it's a good—it's good. So she wants to go. Um, that'd be great. And we haven't talked to them about Paul passing away because they've been at their mother's house, but. We asked Ramsey if she wanted to go, and so far she said that she doesn't want to go because she said she'll just cry the whole time. Which, you know, when you're six, I don't know if you want to be surrounded by a bunch of people crying like that is a lot I think that's very overwhelming for a child so um I think it's important to give children the option for those things that's just our parenting choice um and uh, you know we just want them to be as comfortable with the situation as possible I mean I don't even like going to funerals (laughs) so I don't feel like I should have to force my child to go to one if I don't even really want to go to one either like it's not something I look forward to going to um So, a lot has happened, and like I said, this is just a rambling, this is just a rambling podcast, you guys. Um, Yeah, so here we are. So, I think the next um, thing that I wanted to touch on when it comes to this topic of grief and maybe um, some tips on how to approach it with your child is that it's okay for you as a parent and as an adult. To ask for help, it is okay because um the other night before my my grandfather passed away um he was at the hospital, and we knew that it was kind of his last his last time like it was one of his last days and so um, my family sent a text to our family group chat and said if you want to come to the hospital you need to come tonight Um, and my husband called me I hadn't seen the message yet he said have you seen the family text message like you need to go to the hospital and at that point in time I was getting ready to get my daughter to softball and I was like I've got to get Ramsey to softball he was like you need to go and you need to take care of yourself and your family and I was like, okay, well, I may, I'll just wait. Maybe I'll just wait until you get back from gymnastics because we both had different activities we had to take our kids to. So maybe I'll just wait until you get back from gymnastics and um, we'll just do that. And so I I think in my subconscious I knew that I needed to go. And so I called my father-in-law and um, they just live right down the street from us. And they're very helpful with things like when I need help with the kids and stuff like that. And I have a hard time sometimes accepting that help still because um, I feel guilty about it as a, as a mom. Um... But I called, and I don't know why I even called. I, I think I subconsciously wanted to ask him to come up to the ballpark and sit with my child's, you know, with my children so that I could go to the hospital. And my husband had already called him. And he was like, first thing he said was, do you want me to come sit at the ballpark so you can go to see your ball ball? And I just lost it. I was like, yes, please. So he came up there to sit with them so I could go to the hospital and be with my cousins and my family. And it was good. And um if i had accepted that help i wouldn't have been able to go because i didn't have anybody to keep my kids so i think it's really important that when you're going through tough times it doesn't even have to be with somebody passing away like you can be going through something um entirely different and it still be a hard situation that you're going through and it makes it even harder when you're doing it all alone and so if you you have people to help you and you have someone that you can lean on, even if it's not your spouse, if it's a family member that can help you with your kids or a friend who is willing to take some extra time with your kids so you can get some alone time. Like, Don't be afraid to say yes to that because we're not superheroes as parents. Moms are not superheroes. Dads are not superheroes, even though our kids may think we are, and we want to sometimes portray that, I think, and we want to do all the things. Um, It's okay to not be that and it's okay to take time for ourselves because you cannot properly take care of your children unless you properly take care of yourself and that is something that I have to always remind myself of all the time because I will do all the things and I will do for do I will do and I'll do and I'll do for everyone else and then the last person I take care of is myself Um, and I think this you know that's a very important lesson for parents and moms and dads to know and to try to learn is that you cannot take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself you can't pour into someone else's cup if your cup is empty um so when you're grieving especially if we're talking about grief when you're grieving and when you're going through these things like it's okay for um you to go take an hour long bath in the bath like a soak if you do that. I don't know. (laughs) I take baths. I've always like my mom, even growing up, like she would take long baths and she still does to this day. Um but it it's just kind of it was ingrained in me like baths make you feel better. And you know that might be gross to some of you. I don't know. People have this weird thing with baths. But anyways, so sometimes if you need to go go outside and go for a run like it's okay to leave your children with your husband for longer periods of time you know it's okay to uh, just drive around and like listen to music and just scream like whatever you have to do in the grieving process or whatever you have to do like it's okay to do that because if you don't take care of it and you don't if you don't do that then you're just gonna be you're gonna be drained and I end up doing that to myself a lot and I've been trying to learn like one of my resolutions in 2022 is to take care of myself more and to understand and realize when I need to take care of myself instead of pushing it to my breaking point and to the point where I'm burnt out or I'm just overwhelmed I'm just stressed like you have to be able to take care of yourself so I think that's a really important process of a part of the grieving process is learning to say yes to help and knowing that it's okay to say yes to help from other people so that you can take care of yourself going through the things that you're going through. Um so um I think this is going to be the end of this podcast and like I said, I may not even I may not even publish this. I don't know if I want to hear if I want people to hear the inner workings of my mind um today um as I'm still I am still trying to process the loss of people very close to me and you know um but if you're going through something like this or if you've lost someone recently um and you don't know where to go from here my advice to you would be to talk to someone about it don't let it bottle up um and know that it's okay to be upset and then also know that it's okay it is okay to try to move on from that. It's okay to not be upset all the time like, you know, a couple a couple of um you know, days, weeks, months that pass by like it's okay to be happy again once you've lost someone it doesn't have to be sadness all the time and I think those people that we have lost would not want us to be like that all the time yes it's important to grieve and it's important to feel that sadness and feel that loss and feel that emptiness but it's also not um, what they would want us to do it to be to wallow in that for a long periods of time they would want us to move on they would want us to find happiness and joy in the memories that we have of them and not dwell on just the sad parts of it um so um if you listen to this all the way if it is actually published i appreciate it um and stay tuned for some upcoming maybe changes and add-ons and things like that to this podcast um from um from me and my husband jake we appreciate you guys make sure you hit the subscribe button and we'll see you in the next one